What's up, folks? You're listening to Real Laughs right here on Real Radio 104.1. I'm Mike Krill. He joined in virtual studio tonight with some amazing gentlemen. Uh, first up, we got Ken Miller, the godfather of Orlando comedy. Ken, how you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm taking a <laughs> bite out of crime, baby. What's up? Okay, I'm good, man. You know me. Appreciate I was out here, out here fighting crime last night. You know I'm Orlando's Batman, so you know I'm... Really? I heard you were yeah. scared of the dark, man. Nah, I'll be scared of dark people. <laughs> That's why wow. I only fight crime and ball and ball. <laughs> awesome. Tonight, we have the host of The Lowdown on uh, Afro Entertainment Channel, Comcast Xfendi, James John. James, how you doing, sir? Man, I'm, I'm feeling pretty damn safe because we got a crime fighter on this show. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, Park. I saw a TikTok <laughs> the other day. That was like, uh, you know, I'm glad that they're finally bringing out all these black superheroes. But can you can you guys name a superhero that they create that doesn't have black in the name? Like, could we get a superhero uh, that doesn't have black in the name? And someone's like, I know you can name probably one. Try naming three. And I was like, oh, that's easy. Yeah, I got nothing. Nope. I got nothing. Like, look, look, uh, but before be, <laughs> before we move on to this one, because the man who might have the answer to those questions uh not only lawyer extraordinaire, international man of mystery, Jeff Kaufman is back in studio with us. Jeff, how you doing, sir? I have been fighting the good fight on multiple continents. That's all I got to say about that. I, I I swear to God, I live vicariously through your uh, Facebook posts and Instagram and stuff like that. You last time I spoke with you, just to catch everybody up, you were about to go to the Ukraine for a humanitarian effort. Yeah. And then I got a text from you late the night before you were supposed to go. I guess it was called off because of weather and the ceasefire at the time. Is that correct? There was a ceasefire, but they also had a huge blizzard. So we couldn't get the vans uh, from Poland into the Ukraine, but we got a lot of families out. So that was good. But we couldn't get over there. And I got called that, uh, I think it was Tuesday morning, right after we did the show. Mm-hmm. And I, I get wake up and say, hey, listen, we can't go, you know, weather, everything else, but we're still doing good stuff. And I got to be straight with you. Mm-hmm. Wasn't feeling it. Wasn't feeling any pain. Yeah. You know, I, yeah I, had my wills. I had done my wills on Monday. I just lit, lit up all my new wills and had to uh-huh. clean up everything and was thinking, you know, there's a coin flip. I had to talk to my daughter and tell her, mm-hmm. hey, I love you, honey, but there's a chance that dad ain't coming home. Yeah, I, I didn't want to mention it when I was talking to you. Um, but I, it was the first time that you were about to go on a trip because you go a lot of places where I'm like, yeah, I'm not going there. You get kidnapped down there, but I could sense like a little trepidation in your voice that I never heard before when you were talking about this trip, like you were going because it was the right thing to do. But at the same time, I didn't, I didn't get that feel of enthusiasm you usually have for something like this man going into a combat zone and i'm not talking like boston and parts of california i'm talking about actually where buildings are getting blown up mm-hmm. and it, it was a little uh you know, i was a little little uncomfortable i was doing it but at my age i'm not supposed to be going into combat zones again mm-hmm. so so that trip gets called off but that doesn't stop you from hopping on a plane that weekend because then you end up where no, I, I got a call from a friend of mine who who said, hey, listen, the trip's off. I feel really bad. I know you're really looking forward to it. Why don't you meet me in Columbia on Thursday? And, of course. Uh, you know, he sends, me, he sends me a ticket. I head off to Columbia. And this is where things go off the rails. You know, when you're with somebody who has a certain amount of money. Usually well, in Columbia is when you start doing things on rails. Ooh. Oh, you, you know, it's not as, it's not what you think it is. Not anymore, man. They catch you with that stuff. They take it serious. Uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, 
Yeah, yeah, basically. We're sitting in a bar Saturday watching uh, Villanova, watching the Kansas-Villanova game. Mm -hmm. And I look over, I said, wow, that'd that'd be a great game to go to. You know, the finals are going to be in New Orleans. You could go to Bourbon Street, then you go over to the Superdome. I mean, it's going to be amazing. And the guy sitting next to me goes, want to go? Just like that. And I was like going, "Uh, yeah, I I think that'll work. Can we do that? And we flew out Monday uh, back to Orlando, picked up some of his lawyers, went to – we were on Bourbon Street at 4 o'clock. Had mm-hmm. this ridiculous food, a bunch of hurricanes. Then we went to go see UNC mm. and Kansas. You know, the funniest thing about that, uh, you were supposed to be recording with us that night, and I sent you the link to sign in, and you said, hey, man, won't be there in NOLA catching the UNC game. Tell Ken I said sorry. All right? <laughs> Meanwhile, I, I had to I had to break the news to Ken, who did log in when his team's ready to play in the finals, and I'm like, yeah, Kaufman's not going to be here. He sends love. He's at the game. And uh, you don't yeah. see Ken Miller get angry much without there being whiskey involved. And you can tell that Ken was already a little bit like, man, he couldn't even call me. Yeah, Ken, call I know you've been waiting. I know you've been waiting. You didn't see me when they, when they brought the camera by? You didn't see me waving at you? Yeah, I right. could have called a kid up. I would have rolled through. But, yeah. I, man, I tell everybody, I was just happy Carolina win. Like, this mm-hmm. wasn't a year we, we were even supposed to be there. So I was happy to be there. But it was funny because I thought Mike was trolling me. Because <laughs> I was like, because I miss radio to watch the game. And I said, yeah, he's like, Kaufman's at the game. I said, whatever. He really is not. And then you mm-hmm. sent me a picture of you at the game. I said, this mug really is at the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, also joining us in virtual studio tonight, just hopping in with us, Miguel Colon Jr. is here. Miguel, how you doing, man? What's up, guys? Good to be on with everybody. Good to see you, right. Jeff. I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks, man. Yeah, we were just man. talking right. about Jeff's been uh, hopping around the world. He's gone to exotic places like Columbia and Fort Lauderdale. It's been an amazing <laughs> journey. New Orleans. New Orleans, that's a little more exotic. Yeah. So so just to, just to catch up, Ukraine didn't work out. You got the call. You went to Columbia. Then you got the call. You went to New Orleans to see the March Madness finals. And then you ended up in Fort I had to go Lauderdale. To Miami. I had to go okay. to Miami because I had my 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 father, my stepfather's 90th birthday down at Joe mm-hmm. Stone Crab. Anybody who knows that mm-hmm. knows that's serious. And then I had mm-hmm. to head back to Orlando. And mm-hmm. then Friday, I had to go back to Fort Lauderdale. So I just got you back, had to, Fort to, go back to Fort Lauderdale. Lauderdale. What, what was the pressing back. legal case back. in Fort Lauderdale? What was uh, the... Nelly versus Sublime. That was the that was ah, the yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I guess the question on everybody's mind here is, Jeff. We know you're a great lawyer, but when do you work? Like, when do you <laughs> actually work, dude? Oh, you, oh, you think you're the only one? Like, I know you're things? successful, but you're yeah. everywhere. I actually, am, I actually have a case in Atlanta. I got to go out to next Sunday, so I'll be probably mm-hmm. recording from Atlanta. There yeah. you go. So yeah, we we got a. It's all over the place. So you know, I I'm lucky. I get like long weekends. They say, hey, you mm-hmm. can take a Friday off. You can't take a whole week, but we'll give you a day. We'll give you two right. days. You know, right. like how much for a rib? You know, basically that's the way that works out. <laughs> so just just because I like twisting the knife a little bit and Ken, uh, how was the game being there? Like what was the experience just, when they were up 15? 70,000 people, okay? Mm-hmm. Now the person I was with made a multi-thousand dollar bet with some other gentleman at the game. That's why I had to go to Columbia afterwards yeah. and go get his and, money back and then Miami. And it worked like this. He said, he said, listen, I'm going to take Kansas, and I, but I'm going to take it straight up, but I'll give you two to one odds. Mm-hmm. So if it's a $3,000 bet, I'll give you 6000 mm-hmm. And he goes, what do you think, Jeff? I said, I ain't taking it without the points, man. 
I said, I, I believe in Vegas. I don't screw around. And they were up by 15 at the half. And, and Ken was aware of this because he was looking to the right. I know that TV was on. And everyone was like, and the Kansas fans, they were good. And I mm-hmm. knew something was up. The Kansas fans, because hey, we're used to this. Going, <laughs> okay, you're down by 15. You do realize this would be the biggest comeback in NC. And I made the joke to him. I said, see, I would feel more comfortable if I had 19 and a half right now. <laughs> and, and what happened is they came back, and it was mm-hmm. sad, but they came back. Uh, it was a tale of two halves, and mm-hmm. they won by three. And he looked over at me, and I said, my four and a half would have carried me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> so, that, so if you can, if you would have bet your team, you would have been in business. You still got yeah. paid. Yeah, uh, I had my money on Kansas. Well, uh... <laughs> I ain't <laughs> Dude. There's nothing worse than having your heart on your team and your money on the other one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Pete. You would have lost. And you would have lost too, man. Yeah. Give, give well, uh, let, let me ask you, uh, Jeff, I guess the biggest case I heard about today, and I always like to have a case to ask you about when we get you on, uh, is Universalist Gang sued for $250 million. Did you hear about this today? By who? By who? Uh, apparently, it's a property company out of, uh, I want to say, Atlanta. And what it is, yeah. back in 2017, they made a deal with Universal that they were going to buy 135 acres for $125 million. And they were supposed to close that deal in 2018. Well, then apparently in 2018, Universal just started doing that not returning calls thing. And then the deal went through where Universal Studios purchased it from the land holding company. And now they're building their big Nintendo land right. and a new Harry Potter right. and everything else. So I guess the company pulled everything together and they're basically saying that they were cut out of the deal. They should have, number one, they had a contract in place. Number two, they should have been involved in that second deal. And they're saying that Universal is trying to do this whole monopoly thing, which of course, but why wouldn't you? So do they have a case? Well, it depends. I mean, what's the contract say? Trust me, people do not back out of contracts without talking to their lawyers first, mm-hmm. especially this big. Uh, most likely they had an agreement. It was for a period of time. I mean, who knows? It, it'll all be settled eventually, but $250 million seems a little steep. Uh, yeah. Universal's like, I definitely understand what you guys are talking about. Real quick, do you want to talk to your kids? it's it's all nonsense people sue for anything especially when they think they can get a cut of something Uh, real estate always has to be in writing so if you have a deal somebody says to you hey i'm going to rent this to you but i'm going to put your rent towards possibly buying it later if that's not written down you have nothing so real estate always in writing if it's not writing it didn't happen well, I, I, for one, am kind of excited that Universal got it because a couple of things they got planned to go in there, uh, Super Nintendo World, which yep. I don't know if, yep. you, if you're like an 80s, 90s baby, you're already good with just that, you know? Yeah, uh, it's a class system. Classic Monster Land. Like, you know, they got Universal's known for the classic monsters like Dracula, and Frankenstein, and the Mummy. And yeah, they used to have the whole musical over at the Beetlejuice show. Now they, yeah. I guess they're going to, they're going to cut out an area for them. Uh, DreamWorks Land, which, yeah, that makes sense to me. And I guess, I guess J.K. Rowling is getting yet another Harry Potter area, which that's going to be a moneymaker. So. Universal's biggest problem has always been that they're like stuck at an intersection, you know, whereas yeah, Disney yeah. owns yeah. like like all like all the vastness around them. Universal's like, come to Harry Potter land or if you want to go above it, 
uh, you know, we've got a uh, wrinkle in time land and then, you know, down the street if you want to yeah. go. Yeah. But even even Disney lately, like they're putting the Neutron ride like right inside Magic Kingdom. Right. Did they have to take yeah. something out to do that? Did they have to? Because it looks like no, a back they, they built around Space Mountain, I thought. Okay. Uh, they build around that, Space Mountain? Sometimes and when they build rides, I'm like, that movie was like eight years ago. Like, yeah. You, know, like, you forget about it. You're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they got the Guardians of the Galaxy going up at Epcot. I know May Disney 29th. has a I know they have a lot of land, but do they have land that's actually like able to be developed or is it mostly the, like what uh, it was all swamp at once? So they have the hundreds of acres. They can get rid of a golf course and not even think about it. They yeah, got four I, golf I, courses or something like that. I thought the Guardians of the Galaxy ride was where Ellen's ride used to be the yes. energy one. That's yeah, what I'm is. saying. It seems weird that they're, you know, they're closing stuff down to open. Well, they also put in Ratatouille, and there was nothing back there at the time, like right behind France, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, yeah, they got room to work. But that's Disney has playing room. Universal has to go and, you know, con people out of land, I guess. It works. Oh, I'll stop yeah. it. Those acres weren't being used. Those were farmlands behind. Uh, weren't those, isn't that behind uh, where the Empire That's what is, you say, Jeff. Land? I'm a simple beat farmer out here in Orlando. <laughs> over on, uh, and they took my farm. They over took off Turkey farm. Lake and stuff. Yeah, right? Yeah. Turkey Lake. But, I mean, at one point, this was all swamp until Walt came out and started putting fills. Orange, fill dirty, orange right? grows, man. It was all yeah. orange grows. This yeah. dude's a uh, beet farmer, bro. <laughs> yeah. All the children didn't make it through the last winter, and Universal promised that they was going to give us some land. He <laughs> took it. He took it all. Do y'all want this Tron ride or what? <laughs> and then you know the kids, the beet farmers are like, what are you doing? I'm signing over the land. We want to ride Tron, Dad. They said they'll give us fast passes. <laughs> They're going to build well, up a grandmother's grave. I didn't like her. <laughs> well, guys, we got to take a quick break here on Real Laughs. When we get back, uh, I actually took the kids downtown Orlando over the weekend and uh, had a cool little experience. Going to fill you in all about that when we get back right here on Real Laughs 104.1. Welcome back, folks. You're still listening to Real Laughs right here on Real Radio 104.1. I'm Mike Hurley, joined in virtual studio tonight with Jeff Kaufman from the law offices of Kaufman and Lynn, Ken Miller, Miguel Colon Jr., and, of course, James Jean. Now, guys, before the break, I was talking about uh, taking my kids out over the past weekend. Uh, I think I mentioned on the show before, on the weekends when I have the kids now, I'm trying to do something where we go out and experience something that's been in my backyard, but we've never really taken advantage of. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we went out to Lake Nona, had a great time. Uh, This week, I just was looking for stuff to do. And you know the uh, history and science, uh, the history center right down, right down there, the old courthouse. Yeah. Yeah. Right down there. Well, I had been down there earlier in the week doing an open mic, and I saw that they had giants dragons and unicorns some exhibit out of new york they were doing giants dragons and unicorns like history with an asterisk yeah Yeah. (laughs) like 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 basically guys we gotta sell tickets look let's let's put realistic things aside and just do what people are gonna pay for (laughs) so i thought it'd be a great idea you know my kids are all into like the dragons and all that stuff i'm like yeah that sounds like a great time so i got the kids and we went out there and we got tickets and it wasn't until i got there that I realized this whole exhibit is basically debunking giants, dragons, oh, and unicorns. Dang. Like the whole oh, purpose of the exhibit thing. is to show oh. where these stories might have origi- um, originated, originated from, from. Yeah. which I got to tell you is interesting. 
But at the same time, I was like, eh, they're kids. Yeah, a guy got drunk and put a knife through his horse's head. The horse didn't die. Am <laughs> I freaked out? He's I, like, no, I, I didn't do that. I will tell you, I think I was more in my own head because the kids weren't phased at all. In fact, finding out some of the origins of what they could have been made it even more interesting to them. Okay. And at the same time, my little kid was like, well, yeah, that explains some dragons, but not the real ones, you know? So even leaving, he's <laughs> like, yeah, Fox yeah. News vibe, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. like, you know what? You can come up with all these truths to tell me why there's no Kraken, but uh, yeah. once you get attacked by a Kraken, that's something you don't forget. Here so I just Bible right here. So I got you. <laughs> you know? So I want I wanted to run down a quick quiz with you guys and kind of see if you know the origins of some of these popular mythical creatures. And if you guys get a chance, go check it out over at the uh, History Center there. Uh, down I'm not down, killing down my dreams heading over there. Come on. Yeah. Oh, we're going to kill them right now for you. Listeners, if you, don't, if you don't want to know the truth, turn off. No, don't turn off. We need we need every listener we can get. <laughs> hey, frogs, <laughs> unicorns. I'll tell you what. I'm here to if, tell you if, weight loss supplements. Yeah. If if you uh, if you think I'm wrong on any of these, feel free to write us at uh, KenMiller.com. Okay, here we go. Uh, first up, a really easy one: mermaids. Where do you think the whole mermaid origin comes from? This is something I've heard living in Florida like my entire life. Miguel, yeah, what I, you got? I've always heard that it came from like uh, uh, dugons and manatees. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. And yep. I think I know the answer to how that happened. Yeah. Some dudes were out at sea for a long time, yeah. and they were like, "Yo, doesn't that, that doesn't that, that chick look hot?" And somebody's like, "Yo, that's not a that's not a girl at all. That's yeah. a manatee." And they're like, "We're either gonna have sex with that, we're gonna have sex with you." And he was like, "Bring that woman on the boat right now." Yep. yep. <laughs> you know? That's why. Yeah. That's why you. That's why it's no molest a manatee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I will tell you, you're right up there with the manatees and dugongs. I had heard that before. But they also threw in dolphins, of course. Anything okay. with a slick body. Yeah. Anything with a slick back and a tail. <laughs> and also, like up in the, uh, I guess, up in the Arctic, uh, seals. Seals. But uh, I 100% think you're right, Miguel. You're out on a ship for four, five, six, seven months at a time. All the rum is getting drank yeah. out of the barrel. And you're up on watch late one night, and you look over, and you only got one eye because the other eye has an eye patch on it. Like, you're going to mistake <laughs> some things. Yeah. You know? You're gonna, you got scurvy. Yeah. Gonna, yeah, we're talking about the first... 1,400 ships, not yeah. not mm -hmm. like Carnival Cruise. Not like <laughs> right. You're on a ship in the 1,400 delivering slaves Yo, to see, America. <laughs> Y'all see that fine-ass chick? Which one? The one making it clap. <laughs> All right. They're sitting on that rock. Next, clams next, open on up belly. On, uh, next up on mythical creatures, what were they really? Uh, giants slash cyclops. Anyone have any ideas what who mistook? It seems like Miguel just knows all these. I knew zoo books when I was a kid. And they Miguel. talk about all this. Yeah. I think I know the giant slash cyclops one unless nobody else wants the answer. I got an nope. answer. You can't got it. All right. So giants came from this. Back in the day before basketball was invented. And when they had seven footers in the Old Testament, they were like, yo, this dude's seven foot tall. Like that, that was a rarity to have somebody seven foot tall. So seven foot tall. So Shaq. In the Old Testament, bro, the book of Genesis, giant stars. I, 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 feel, I feel like this is that line from uh, what, what Billy Madison where it's like, 
you are incorrect. I'm awarding you no points, and we're all dumber for having listened to you. <laughs> hey, man. Mike, <laughs> hey, man, you brought my Zoobooks nerd science on you? Yeah, over to you, Miguel. Guys, guys, you didn't get Zoobooks as kids, so you don't retain this information. If I called my sister Melinda right now, she would answer in unison with me. Okay. Elephant skulls. Mm. Elephant skulls. Mammoths. Yes. Skulls. Yeah. Mammoths. For the, uh, for the, for the, what's it called? The guy with the one eye. Cyclops. Cyclops. Because yeah. the elephant skull, the eyes sit here, but there's no like bone in the middle because that's where the trunk goes. So it looks mm -hmm. like one giant eye cavity. hole. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys, oh. man. Sorry, parents didn't love you and get you zoo books. Hey, but this man. is just me and Mike Hurley. He's saying hey, it's kind of like right. we're talking about hip hop, Ken. But now oh, you're out. Is this, Miguel? Only Cyclops I recognize is from the X Men, bro. Amen. Yeah. You know, what, you know what's funny? They had a little exhibit there where they give you these puzzle pieces of bones, and then they have the shape of a mammoth and the shape of a giant. And you realize that you can take all these puzzle pieces of the bones, fit them perfectly into what they deemed it to be a giant, but then they fit more realistically in the mammoth shape. So, yeah, uh, mammoths, they find these big leg up. bones, and people just go, oh, that must have been one big human. Guys, I just mm -hmm. found out recently, like maybe five years ago, that like most dinosaurs that we see, it's like 80% speculation with a few bones that they found. Yeah. That broke yeah. my heart because I was like, no, this, I was like sold that this was science. Like, no, you know, there's artist speculation in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, oh, whoever put them together did a pretty, pretty damn good job yeah, putting you know, the dinosaur yeah. bones together. And you know, they quit on some stuff too. He's like, give me some of those bones. They didn't yeah. find them at the same place. Give me some of those bones. <laughs> you know what, Milk? Miguel, you're absolutely right, because it's like whenever they show you the bones they actually found and then the bones yeah. they think also existed, there's like a leg and a knuckle, and then the rest <laughs> they sketched in to make the triceratops. Like, and, honestly, God, guys, imagine somebody only gave you a thigh and a chicken foot and said, make this thing. <laughs> you would not make a chicken. <laughs> it's kind of like the same guy the same guy who did the constellations. Like, yeah, if you connect that, that becomes a... I'm like, you got a great imagination, dude. Mm. That's three stars. That's not an archer. That's his belt. And then, uh, you know, 75% of his jacket yeah. is not really there. But his belt we got. Yeah, it's like connect the dots without numbers. You can make whatever you want up there, okay? <laughs> I don't know why we all agree on the Big Dipper. Uh, let's see. All right, this one's up. Uh, unicorn. This one confuses me because I'm not I'm not a hundred percent with this answer. Like what they're trying to pass it off on. Unicorn. Eh? You guys any idea where that comes from? I didn't get this zoo book. Oh, <laughs> I mean, if 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 just using the like only the only horned animal I can think of, I'm gonna throw out there. And if this is it, I have no are they trying to say like rhinos were unicorns? Nope. Okay, because I was about to say, no. unicorns weren't that thick. <clears throat> Anyone else? Ken, you got another theory? No, man. I ain't get Z-Books. <laughs> I was just playing about the Giants thing, man. I didn't mean to stifle your creativity. Shaq was in Genesis, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Shaq wasn't in Genesis, and he wasn't in a movie about a genie called Kazam. That was so bad. <laughs> or vice versa, whichever. No, so, actually, he was. Yeah, yeah was backwards. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, here's the thing that it, it, let me talk to my fellow zoologist here for a second, Miguel. I don't buy this. I don't buy this for a second because they're saying the narwhal, the narwhal the whale. Yeah. Yeah. Like that has, but that thing's like five and a half. It's more like a super long swordfish type thing. And how, how is the unicorn getting in the water? Why are you find? where are you finding the, like, it, Plus, it's, let me say this. I feel mm -hmm. like I have heard of unicorns within Greek mythology as well. And mm -hmm. I feel the narwhals like living in Viking town. 
So I don't I don't buy mm. that the Vikings came by with a narwhal skull and check it out. It's a horse. You know, like I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. see yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know that. I was I wasn't buying that one. Yeah, they just do right. that one together. This this one this one should be uh, pretty easy. Dragons, where do you think dragons come from? All the la- <laughs> you're 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 not mistaken. You're not mistaken, man. Uh, basically, any lizard, alligator, yeah. reptile. I mean, Komodo dragon. People would just it was like fishing stories. They would go back and they'd be like, "No, this thing was like thirty five feet long." No, it was a ten footer. Yeah, you, you, had out the chat. you had anacondas. You know, you don't you want see one of those. You, you, it yeah. looks like the Chinese dragons, man. Come on. And we all know the Chinese were in South America. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, they invented the opioid crisis. So they yeah, they came over there like, we need heroin. <laughs> they were on them opioids back then. No, that's totally a dragon, bro. They invented dragons. This was kind of cool. Uh, sea serpents. You know, whenever you see those old piratey maps and there's always that, like, it looks yeah. like a dragon underwater. They said the most common thing is the oarfish. Oarfish can grow, like, 40 feet long, and they just look like huge eels. But and if you're out too, guys, if mm-hmm. like a pirate looked at the map and they're like, that's where the sea serpent lives. He goes, why? That's usually where I find oarfish. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and no one else did. They're like, this map has giants. You mean the mammoths? What are you showing yeah. me here? <laughs> you mean the mammoths? <laughs> yeah. All wrong. But I'm looking yeah. at an oarfish now. Mammoth. Like they thought this was a serpent yeah because it's got it's got like the spiky what's that called yeah, on the top yeah. of the fish like, like a mane. yeah and it's red years old and they couldn't now, read or write here, here's well. what here's what i love the most about this whole exhibit though i save this for last because they gave all these great creatures mythological beasts and then what they could possibly be and then when they got to like bigfoot they showed bigfoot they showed sasquatch skunk ape in florida yeti abominable snowman and then they're like yeah we don't know so it was like all these other ones they had a theory for, and this one they were like, That's these things are real. Sasquatch came to them, and they were like, let me explain to you something. Florida makes $16 million a year on hunting skunk eggs. Governor DeSantis says, if you want to pull cold through skunk eggs, he's going to put you in that gay bill somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say fake. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh... They, the Yeti cooler people came out, and they're like, look, we got $2 million. Yeah. We keep this thing going. You know, snap into a Slim Jim guys. We're out there going, look, we make a ton of money off this thing. We can't let them find out it was a guy in a gorilla suit. Hey, man, look, dog. Miguel, what did you do? What did you take today? You own one, bro. You know why? Because it's so easy to be on it when everyone else is doing the work. <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah. the show and make bro. it happen. And I'm like, here's a joke. I'm going to be quiet for 14 minutes. Here's a joke. Way to put you in that game, that game deal, bro. Yeah. Whenever I'm hosting the show, I'm like, "Come on, guys! One of you guys be funny. I got nothing. I got nothing. One of you guys be funny." <laughs> <laughs> but, but real talk, I know we gotta go. Is that really how much money they make looking for the skunk ape? Is that really how poor no that clue, I man. Why do you listen to him? Yeah, I've got no clue. Yeah, he, goes, Yo, he got zoo books as a kid. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> apes. All right. <laughs> I'm looking up skunk apes now. I need to skunk know. Skunk ape profitability. The skunk ape Man. industry, bro. Just all those dudes walking around with all the fur attached to them. That's because when you were cold, they were just going to throw another throw another thing on you. It yeah. wasn't like he could go to like you know North Store and get get these great coats. Well, it was Tony, like you wore. 
didn't someone even come out years ago and like yes. take for that one film yeah. that everybody yep. puts it on is like, yep. dude, that was literally me. Here's that's here's the, the that's me. <laughs> and they're like, no, it's I not. I never heard of the skunk ape till I moved to Florida. I knew Bigfoot. I knew the Yeti, Sasquatch. I never yeah, heard of skunk ape till I moved here. And, and people are like, people are like, no, you'll be out in the woods and you can just smell it. I'm like, it's Florida. It stinks. Like yeah, whenever yeah, you're yeah. in the swamp, it smells. Yeah. Well, hey guys, we got blew up again. We got to take a quick break right here on Real Labs. Give Ken some time to check out how much money he's missing out on in the skunk ape industry. <laughs> Stay tuned right here at Real Labs 104.1. Welcome back, folks. You're still listening to Real Laughs right here on Real Radio 104.1. I'm Mike Curley, joined in virtual studio with Jeff Kaufman from the law offices of Kaufman and Lynn, Ken Miller, Miguel Colon Jr., and James Jean. Now, guys, um, I don't know. I know some of you might have already known. I got an awesome call last week from uh, Chris Hispanic, you know, mm -hmm. the GM of the improv right here, also mm -hmm. referred to every now and then as our comedy godmother, I guess you could say. She looks out for a lot of the comics in the community. It gives a lot of people their opportunities and shots. Uh, she hit me up last week. It was late at night. She shot me a text and she said, hey. Us up. Oh, she hit you up first? Mm -hmm. Go ahead and brag about the job you got that I didn't get. Oh, I mm -hmm. wow. Mm -hmm. This is taking this is taking an interesting off in a second. This hey, is taking Jeff, an interesting Jeff, I'm doing twist. It now. I quit. Thanks, man. This is taking a this is taking a turn for the worst. So I, I get a text from Krista. She asked me for my best contact email and she says, Hey, I don't want to get you excited, but um a comic that you opened for like back in two thousand nine, uh their agent hit me up uh requesting your information. And she's like, let's leave that at that. I'm like, okay. She's like, just keep keep track it. Watch your email. And sure enough, like uh, 10 minutes later, I got an email from an uh, agent out in L.A. He's the agent for Fortune Feimster. And uh, I got to work with her like back in 2009. And they're like, yeah, we're doing a small Florida run, a couple of theater shows, a couple of improvs. And uh, we want you to go open up. And then the funny thing, whenever like a big run offers you money, you got to not take it right away to pretend like you're not going to take it. But yeah. once they tell you the dollar price, you're like, they're like, hey, we can only offer you this. And you got to pretend like you get offered that or more all the time. You're like, yeah, oh, right. yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, I can make it work. I guess I my agent. I handed it to a homeless person. I'm going to tell him right now we need a $200 dollars per deal. Hey, like, he needs some heroin. <laughs> so, hey, Miguel, I handed over the skunk ape. Hey, skunk yeah. ape, read over this. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to get to go and uh, work with Fortune nice. in uh, Jacksonville at the Florida Theater. I'm going to get to go open okay. up for in Dania Beach and out in St. Petersburg. And I, I genuinely enjoyed working with Fortune when I got a chance. Ken, had you ever worked with Fortune before? I didn't even know no, you I haven't. No, I'm having. Okay. I was, I was, I was messing with you, dude. She emailed me for something else. I was, no. I was messing with you. Kids, you kids you can just say she emailed you for. She emailed you for everything else, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. but the crazy thing is, I never get hicked. Uh, she always hits me back. She's like, "Hey, I, they reviewed your video. They said you you had a little bit too much energy for them." Mm. I'm like, I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I put forth no energy, no effort. Yeah. Get picked all the time, Ken. That's your problem. Like your shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I don't want to I, up any very, 
Very excited to get to work with Fortune. Very excited to do some nice big venues again. Uh, but my question to you guys is who I know we've all got to work with some pretty big names that we've been fans of, but then we became co-workers with. Uh, is there anyone working the scene now or anyone, unfortunately, not with us now that would have been your dream get to get to share the stage with? I guess. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Well, James. Easy, all man. Yours, man. What you got? My wife's favorite comic I would love to work with. Oh, Mr. I even know this one. Go ahead. Joe Coy. Joe Coy. I would Joe love Coy. that. I knew that one. Joe Coy. Because he's like me. Like, we're actually like happy dudes. <laughs> Like we like we look like happy and we we uh we we laugh a lot. We don't seem cynical and like uh, mm -hmm. crabby on stage. I would love to hang out with that dude. I think we would have a ball off stage. Yeah, yeah. No, I could see that. And you know, uh, I saw on Fortune's Instagram she was at Joe Coy's birthday party a couple of weeks ago. So I'll put in I'll put in a word with oh, Fortune. Oh, thanks, man. I'll and see what I can oh, see. I can't make any promises, but I'll definitely <laughs> flip into the conversation. See I if I can. You guys call him Joe Coy. I call him JK. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, you know, when we're hanging out the yeah. Filipino cotillions or just kicking Can, it, I forget. Joe Coy, that's your name. JK, James, you should have opened for him by now by accident because you go to his show every year. His every DJ year. knows you by name. Like, he, he should have pulled you up on stage by now. Miguel, yeah. what about you, man? You got, you, you've worked with a ton of guys, especially when you were sent in with the monsters and you would interview the guys and they invite you out for the shows and do some time. Is there anyone that you just always wanted to share the stage with that haven't got the opportunity yet or they're not with us anymore. Yeah, man. I would have I would have loved to actually see Patrice O'Neal live mm, and kick yeah. with Patrice O'Neal. That's a great one. Yeah, even if even if, you know, cuz here's the thing too. I know enough now. We all know that, you know, meet your idols doesn't mean they're going to like you or about that one So, I mean, I'd still just like to have seen him work live. And mm -hmm. and you know even if even if he was the kind of dude who's like hey man I'm just trying to kick it in the green room can you wait outside cool he, he wasn't that kind of dude he see that he wasn't and dinner no he That's was not up. that kind of he was I would have loved to just meet Patrice O'Neal was it you that told me the Ari Spears Patrice O'Neal story at the Tampa Improv that was me. That, that was you. I think that story shows the type of guy Patrice was. It was what a was picture, it? right? He want to take a picture with a comic and or something like that. What was, what was it, James? No. What happened was Patrice was talking to a up and coming comic and Aries was walking by and that comic said, Hey, how you doing Aries? Aries didn't stop before he could get out of arm length of Patrice. And you guys got to remember Patrice was a, beast a big, of big man. man. Yeah. He's a big he, dude. He grabbed him by one hand, brought Aries all the way back over and said, <laughs> Hey bro, that comic said, Hey, you say, Hey to him. Like, no, you don't get anybody like they less yeah. than you just because you aren't. So yeah, that's man. the story that cemented. Miguel, Miguel, I'm telling you, bro, you would have loved it. No, he I was, know, man. He was the a true gentle giant. Like, like mm -hmm. I, I, dude, like his death, and I didn't even know him like that. I worked with him one weekend, and his mm -hmm. death still to this day is one of the celebrity deaths that hurts me to this day. Where do you where do you work with him at, man? Was that at, here? At the Tampa Improv. I've never oh, told okay. you the stories, between stories. Mm -mm. Bro, I, I, that's why I thought you had told me some of the Patrice stories, yeah, but the man, one I, I was thinking of was the one James told me. Yeah. yeah, Patrice had me run back to the condo to change clothes because I was overdressed. <laughs> what, what were you wearing? Dude, I had on, it was my first time featuring, so I had on a wearing button, the button up, downs. jeans and some hard bottoms. He said, yo, you don't dress better than the hairliner, man. Go change. <laughs> so I go change. Bro, I get back. He said, yo, you really changed? I was messing with you. You know, I'm young. Oh, I'm yeah. 
Yeah, man. He, he took me to dinner, man. He took me to lunch, bro. He, man, he was oh, trying to man. convince Ron Hortman, wife, that Ron should go cheat because that's what <laughs> men should be allowed to do. Yeah. 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 He was cheap, Patrice. But the funny thing is, man, this the material he did at Tampa wasn't mm-hmm. even his special. I mean, his special was like a year after that. He, it was like a it. whole. I never see any of that that he did on the special, which is like my top five favorites. Man, I'll, I'll tell you, someone who just blows me away every time I see them, as far as different material. If you're doing five or six shows, Godfrey, I can. I worked oh, with yeah. Godfrey for one weekend, yeah. and I watched every one of his sets because every one of his sets, he had maybe one or two key jokes that he came back to yeah. just because he was working them for something. But other than that, man, every show was like unique. Yeah, yeah, that's how Ali Sadiq was this past weekend, bro. He did four yeah. different hours, dude. I got to work with four him different hours, bro. Before COVID, but really nice dude and really just strong, funny. Yeah, what wow. What about you, Jeff? Who's on your Who's on your list of gets? I, I gotta be straight. I I saw a lot of great comedians in my life. I saw them mm-hmm. from, you know, everyone, Carlin, you know, all these guys down before they left. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out somebody that I would be able to open for, that mm-hmm. the comedy would be the same. I mean, of course, you want to say Carlin, you want to say Pryor, you want to say, mm-hmm. you know, Murphy when he was when he was killing it. But I mean, you got to find somebody who, who's a little similar to you. And oh, I, man, I think I disagree with that. You got to find somebody that your energies can work together. And that's it, because I've been lucky enough to open for people that were way more intelligent than me, and their comedy's better than... Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, Jeff, if you can find somebody who you can match the energy where the crowd, the crowd's having a blast yeah. with you, you can mm-hmm. be totally different. Because totally most different. comedians don't want the feature to be just like them. We don't want to be talking me and Chang thing. needs to hit the road, man. We yeah. gotta hit the road F- together. Funny cool, enough, yeah. funny enough, when, booted, Krista yeah. hit me, when Krista hit me up, the person who had hosted for the Fortune show... When it was uh, Fortune Headline, me featuring the person who hosted was a female and also lesbian. So when Krista hit me up, said, yeah, they're looking for the opener from that show they did in Orlando because Fortune really liked them. And I'm like, oh, well, uh, Fortune's audience is, you know, very LGBTQT, yeah. everything else. And I'm like, um, you know, hey, I appreciate I appreciate you reaching out, but they probably they're probably talking about, you know, the young lesbian comic that opened. And she's like, no, they specifically said you. And I was like, in my head, the two of you. Yeah. In my head, I I was a magician. But yeah, it only it only took like a second because I'm like, yeah, because I did well in front of her audience. But I didn't do anything close to the type of material she was going to get into, you know, what I what I was saying is this, you know, when I think about it, I'm an I'm an older dude. You know, my jokes are more online with with an older audience. So I was thinking Mm -hmm. like somebody like Bill Burr. I mean, he's he's a lot angrier and everything else. I come off as like a softer version of. You know. uh, Bill Burr is on my list of man. I would, I would, I don't care what I got booked that week. If you got a call and Bill Burr's like, "Hey, yeah, we want to give you a shot to do some time," I'm like, "Yeah, I'm there." Me and Ken and worked like, with Bill Burr's opener, Paul Beersy, man. We had a blast. Nice him, dude, man. right? Yeah. Where'd you work with him at? Improv. And then we went Improv. out for cigars yeah. with him. He hung out with us the whole night, man. The whole night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> long night. Long night. Long, very long night, bro. I love being able to do that now. I think yeah. I'm, I'm at an age now where I can do that and, you know, not care. I mean, that, that works. Just me. hang out all night? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. can do that now. I don't have to, you know, there's nobody to tell you no anymore. There's no I mean, shit in the morning you got to get to. Other, yeah. than, other than what I can eat. Yeah. <laughs> a yes world I'm living <laughs> in, man. There's some jalapeno stuff I'm a little rough on because, you know, I might have to leave early. But, I mean, just being able to hang out and talk. I mean, like last night I was out drinking until like, like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. 
And I didn't care. It was. And that had to be on court at seven. Is that how it works? No, no, I was driving. I had to drive in today, so I was. You look I at your, your a client. Day. You're like, hey man, we're gonna deal. He's like, no. Um, what about the video of me not being yeah. there? Bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, you're on there. You're on there. I felt like to defend this man and uh, in this DUI case, I had to put myself into his mindset. <laughs> I'm gonna puke on the table. I'm gonna say it's you. We're gonna get out of here for medical. Yeah, well, guys, I've, seen, I've seen some of that stuff. That, that stuff we got a, we got a few minutes left here. Uh, as always, folks, uh, if you want to catch this episode hey, or man. any other episode, what you I'm gonna me who yeah, I want you, over for, bro? Did I not? Oh, no. you know why? It's because you were just jumping in on everybody else's stuff. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I Ken. not been on nobody. Ken, it, that hurt my. I don't oh, want to open let, for nobody. Let me tell you my 16 Patrice O'Neill stories. And I okay, here we go, Ken. Who would you like to open for, Ken Miller? Nobody. That's why I didn't ask you. Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. There's a good one. Have you had the chance? Eddie Murphy, Dave mm. Chappelle, Chris Rock, Kevin Hart. They all, yeah. all, all, because all of them are my favorites. But mm-hmm. I think Kevin probably the most because you know Kevin's a, a dude that seems to hang and have a good time. And uh-huh. you know I me, mean? after the show, it's my favorite part. Yeah. yeah. Who did you? Yeah. My favorite you part. Who did you open up for at Vasani? That was the big name. Had his own Damon trailer Wayans. out there. Who was it? Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans. Had his okay, own trailer. Right. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember. Which was one of my, which was my bucket list too. That was one of your gets. Yeah. yeah. And Dale Jones was on my bucket list. Yeah, Dale Jones great. was on my bucket. When I told him, I said, "Dale Jones, you know you're on my bucket list to open for." He's like, "Me?" I said, "Dude, mm-hmm. you like, you like, he's a beast. Great, like, yeah, for real." He was so, he was so, he like me. I was like, "Yeah, you do." Mm-hmm. Like, who else is Dale Jones, bro? But yeah, probably Kevin Hart, hundred <laughs> percent. All right, guys. Well, uh, as I was saying, uh, go ahead, check us out on the iHeartMedia app, Real Laughs. We're also on Google Play, Spotify, all that stuff. Look us up, take a listen, check out past episodes. Uh, let's see where these guys are going to be this weekend. Ken Miller, you anywhere not opening for Kevin Hart this weekend? Uh, no, nah, I'm in Atlanta with my wife for a conference this weekend, but I do want y'all to know that Ooh. P. Diddy killed Tupac. <laughs> okay. All right. You okay. you heard it here, 150,000. Okay. Miguel, you got any work going on this weekend? Any shows, Not man? Not this weekend. I'm going to be home. It's going to be nice. Nice, nice. Take that break while you can get it, man. James, what about you? You got some shows? I'm finally, after weeks and weeks and weeks, I'm going to be home this weekend. Yay! Nice. You could. Yeah. Everybody's getting some time off. Oh, uh, man. I'm just going to sit in a chair, not move, and drink. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good for you, brother. Nice. And Jeff, where are you, where are you refereeing, refereeing wrestling this week? <laughs> was a scenario because I'd be a little safer. I'm doing a live after five in downtown Sanford, and mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing my show under oath from an eight to nine on Saturday morning. Last week mm-hmm. I had Barney the Dinosaur. Enjoy the hell out of that one. Yeah, what? we'll save that for the next show. The whole I, I love you. You love me, guy. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I like it. A lot like of that. Time to hear what really went on underneath the purple. Oh, yeah, man. You know. Well, guys, on behalf of all of us here at Real Laughs Tonight, Jeff Kaufman, Ken Miller, James John, Miguel Colon Jr., thanks for tuning in. Be sure to tune in tomorrow night when I guess we're going to hear some Barney stories. All right. You guys take care. Have a great night.